Tune in this weekend car audio audio Tune in tune in tune in We'll be talking about bass talking about chips talking about rings you ain't got them zip your lip You got a problem you ever found check your grounds The show about to start start tune in 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 Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This weekend car audio, audio. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in, this weekend car audio. Welcome to this weekend cardio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. What's up, yeah? What's up, Jeffrey? <laughs> uh, nothing much, Doug. How you doing? All right. Did you have a show this last weekend, or you got one coming up? This last weekend, uh, actually yesterday. Uh, these uh, these Sunday shows are going to be kind of hard to get used <laughs> to, having to get up the next morning and uh, and go to work. Um, let me see. I think I might have just lost the feed. No, no. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Let me just click something. All right. But uh, yeah. So we had a show yesterday. Um, it was actually a dual organization. Sorry if I'm, there we go. Yeah, it was a dual organization, uh, myself with DB Drag and, uh, Shane Chandler with, uh, USACI. So we had, um, quite a few people, uh, turn out yesterday at the event. Um, wow. Loud, a bunch of loud cars too. Yeah. Uh, USACI brought out some, some loud guys. Uh, we're going to try to try to get them to migrate into uh db drag <laughs> maybe try out the uh the freestyle which is essentially the similar format as the uh, outlaw yusaki style but yeah. uh you know we're gonna try to make that happen um we're gonna try to do more uh dual organization uh events um next one's gonna be of course the uh, toys for tots um next month uh we're trying to finalize the freestyle, date which is essentially wow i I thought California had a ton of shows going on at the same time. It seemed like everyone had like two day shows. Uh, the, the day that we were looking at, there was like other organizations that were having two day events and, you know, forexes really? and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're like, oh man, we, you know, we got to, you know, maybe pick another date. So it's either going to be maybe the weekend before or possibly the weekend after, but, uh, yeah, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, the next Crossfire show is going to be looking at maybe the but, second uh, or third weekend in uh, December. But uh, overall, it was a fun show. Um, yeah, base race uh, is getting really good. Um, it's it's like we can never get the same the same competitors to win like back to back months. You know, it's always gotcha. somebody new. Um, or it actually was the same competitor winning last month and this month, but, uh, yeah, it, there was more competitors this month. Um, it was actually Dana who, uh, competed again. Your wife? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we, we put something in, in the, uh, the Toyota and, uh, she's been competing. It essentially what it was is, uh, so, you know, uh, team Crossfire Hansen, uh, right. E-Box. E-Box. Um, he uh he comes to practice right uh-huh so sometimes it's just him by himself so you know he he really can't uh, uh you know he he's probably hitting nines all the time but without 
a competitor next to him, it, it's different. It's a different right? game. Absolutely. So I, I was like, you know what, let me throw something in my Toyota. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just like go heads up and then, you know, we'll, we'll try practice. And, and uh, I was like, you know what, let me get uh, my wife to do it. And man, she just like caught on really fast. Her first ever base race competition, she takes first place beating out a couple of uh, base race world finalists. So, seasoned you know, that was veterans, a huh? seasoned veterans. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so she kind of caught the bug and she tried it again yesterday. And uh, sure enough, she won the twenties class. And, um, you know, it, we thought maybe it might've been a fluke last month, but uh, she, uh, she proved it uh, just yesterday. Uh, she might need some work with Top Dog because we, we were uh, working with her with Top Dog a little bit, but we haven't really got a chance to practice Top Dog. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think we practiced the Friday before yesterday's show. So uh -huh. late last week and um, between her and, uh, and uh, Eric, man, they had like six tie breakers and uh, there were random numbers and Wow, it's it's just uh, Eric, it's really Eric popping in with uh, she is really good. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know she's she's catching on really fast. So uh, you know, hopefully she'll she'll do more. <laughs> speaking of Eric, let's uh, mention our uh, sponsors for today: Voodoo Customs, yes. E Box, and Crossfire Car Audio. Um, and you said you had an announcement about Crossfire for this coming or the following week. So yeah, so um, speaking of Crossfire, what we all know is our uh, um, sponsor for the podcast here. Uh, just a heads up to the uh, Crossfire car audio dealers um, that are watching and listening. A little birdie told me that there's going to be a Black Friday sale. Um, big percentages off. Um, you know, check your emails, Crossfire dealers, because there's going to be an email and you guys know about the uh, Black Friday sale. Uh, Black Friday sale, which it's called Black Friday, but it's going to be from now until the end of the month, um, which uh, should be really cool. Um, and for uh, all the consumers out there, hit up your uh, local Crossfire dealers. Um, there's going to be some killer deals. Uh, also, check out the uh, authorized online dealers down for sound as well as uh, Audio Apex. <laughs> all right. Um, just so everybody knows, it's paying attention to the shows so far. Um, we don't have a guest on tonight, so it's just going to be Jeffrey and I. So if you guys have any questions for us or whatever, um, other than that, we'll just, uh, kind of hang out with you guys. If you guys want to, um, you know, just throw something out there for us to kind of mull over, we'll do that too. Uh, so I was in Jeffrey's uh, second home this weekend, um, uh -oh. bowl, bowling there in Vegas, um, shot, Vegas. shot my second ever 300. So I shot 300 on, on Sunday. Um, what? Yeah, it's only my second, but you know, I typically bowl. I don't on believe very that. Second? Stuff. Yeah, only my second. Um, that's that's perfect. That's a strike every. Uh, I actually uh, had eighteen in a row, so eighteen. In but a row. twelve wow. in a row would be three hundred, and then I continued on into the next game before I finally left the ten pin. Um, but <laughs> uh, my son. Um, here, I'll, I'll pull up his scores because I don't want to uh, misquote his scores. <laughs> um, let's see here. So my son went 255, which means he only missed twice, and wow. 190, and then 251, which means he only missed twice. And he came in with a 166 average. 
oh, we destroyed the bracket. So we oh, made a few okay. hundred dollars, um, which is cool. Were you guys like a team? Uh, we were. We were on oh, okay. a team. Uh, <laughs> Steve Willis says, bowling, thought this was a DV drag <laughs> thing. Uh, any updates on rules for next year? Um, shoot, dude, I'm, this is the third call I've got. Um, my comment and podcast is pending. That's weird. Uh-oh. Um, uh, hold on a second. Doing my podcast. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't see, I wonder why Joel's isn't showing, uh, any updates on rules for next year? What, what have you been seeing Jeffrey? Well, you know, we did that uh, podcast last week about the rules. Um, We didn't get too many comments. Um, Either that or they're maybe wanting to do it more on a private private message basis. Uh Uh, I haven't received anything. Um, (laughs) Steve Willis um, says we're ringers. Uh, It may have been something like that. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That must be a bowling term. Well, uh, no, ringers. Okay, ringers. Yeah, just yeah. ringers. You know, you bring in somebody <laughs> that uh, is much better than than what's uh, advertised, and they show up and they kind of do a little extra, extra for somebody else's <laughs> money. Um, yeah, so actually, uh, Solis texted us today and asked us, right. uh, yeah. as a judging group, uh, do we have any suggestions for uh, rule changes or anything like... Um, uh, rule changes or clarification of rules. And right now I personally haven't seen anything that I had to, um, <laughs> you know, to mention. So, um, did we mention something last week, Jeff? I thought we had some clarification things. Um, let's see here. I did take some notes. Um, No, nothing that we talked about specifically. Um, I, I know I brought up a couple of things was um, a couple of basic rules that, uh, uh, believe it or not, world at world finals uh, had a competitor um, didn't really know there was a 30 inch clearance from the sensor to the back of the seat. Oh, yes. Um, I'm not, you know, I mean, it's, I had to look for it myself just to make sure it was in there. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I was wondering how that kind of got lost um, with this competitor making it all the way to finals, not realizing that, uh, you right. know, that was a rule. And was that um, on your coast or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, we had something similar in um, in California. We had a competitor show up. And was like, well, what do you mean it's got to be 30 inches? I'm oh, like, wow, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty simple. I mean, it's clearly in the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric asking, when are we having a Cali, Texas, Tennessee competition? What? Already asking. Um, so my thoughts on that is my schedule is pretty set for next year. Um, and uh, you guys... Just tell me which one you guys want, what day you guys want to do it. Uh, We'll start in May, and I'll be doing the same uh, 
Fridays and Saturdays of the month as I've been doing for the last whatever years. So, um, so when's that going to kick there. off? Uh, that That's starts like during the summer, May. right? Yeah, it starts in May. Okay, May and May and May. Oh, there we go. Joel got it. Read the rules, <laughs> says Steve Willis. <laughs> that is not a bad idea. Oh, because Eric yeah. says he and, needs to practice. Oh no, he does. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, he needs that, the ex more okay, exposure. So here's one thing that came up. Uh, Tristan mm -hmm. out of Barbados, he says okay. uh, we have some of our competitors putting in some seat time before the show on Saturday. They are doing that. So he actually texted me, and. I'm more than sure your answer will match mine. Um, so uh, he says, one of our competitors wants to know if he can get out of the car and stay next to it as the score goes up. So it was a little confusing to me at first, but mm -hmm. um, my response to him was in base race, you can start in or out of the vehicle, but car mm -hmm. must remain sealed during the run. In top dog and freestyle, the car may either be sealed or open or a combination of the two. So you can start sealed, open the door, ah, whatever. Okay. You know, so do you have anything you wanted to add to that or does that seem... Yeah, it might have been a little confused at first. Here's some seat time. What would it? What is oh, that they're talking about their practicing, just like you guys. Oh, okay. You want to put in some uh, so, so let me. Yeah, so let me read off what he does. So, um, he's got an event coming up. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, I do have a question for him. Uh, oh. Call you on. Oh, they're going to call me on Wednesday because they're going to do some training through base race. Is what they're going to do. Um, but he says his finalizing judge is Omar Alder. What's an Omar Alder? We don't know him. Just saying. Um, so yeah, let us know who Omar is. Um, be interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Vegas, um, I finished up bowling at, uh, five o'clock. It took me about an hour to get out of the bowling alley and whatnot. And then I had to drive back to Reno, which is a seven and a half hour drive. And uh, so I got out of there about six. I got here about one thirty ish and uh, back to Reno and had to be to work at six in the morning. So got oh, to bed wow. about two thirty after unloading my car and whatnot. So yeah, today was a little rough on me. Um, I, I did, uh, I did get, you know, uh, Jimbo was supposed to be on today, and uh, he texted me and said, yeah, he couldn't make it. Um, oh, bummer. He had some family stuff that, that came up he had to take care of. So um, Eric says he practices a lot. Uh, apparently, your oh, wife yeah. is starting to practice a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever she uh, she gets around to it, uh, I think we... We practiced uh, Friday night till she about fell asleep in the chair. So, <laughs> you know. so, so uh, with that, with her doing this and practicing, um, uh, you know, that shows that it really doesn't take much to participate other than a willingness to go out and do it. And um, just, to, just to give you guys a heads up, we, we decided to throw something in the car. That's exactly what we did. It's a 10-inch subwoofer in a ported box. 
with a barely 2k power in there so and she was she's already winning two competitions up against you know seasoned veterans so you're right it doesn't take much <laughs> eric said he wanted to ask jimbo some questions uh he will come on later we just uh <laughs> he needs to get some stuff sorted in his uh what what's going on right now with him that he uh, can make some time for it but yeah he definitely is going to come on later on um in the season um i believe next week we're either going to have um most likely we're going to have uh the mellows on for the mellows toys for tots event uh speaking of which do you have a toys for tots coming up or do you have one scheduled or um we were locking down the date come to find out there was uh, oh that's when you were talking about that there's a whole yeah. bunch of other ones yes yeah so I think we're going to make it the week after, the Sunday after. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I talked to Ray Pimley. Um, he was going to come on tonight possibly and talk about his coming upcoming Toys for Tots events, which uh, one of them is going to be down like December 2nd, I think is what it is. Um, let me look mm -hmm. real quick because I don't want to send people the wrong way, you know. Um, Ray Pimley um oh here it is uh december 2nd we'll be at audio concepts um check his web page out or i ask uh, for more information it's going to be a 2x mecca is what it says on the flyer um oh wait that's something different that's for 2019 ah <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh -oh. 2019 flyer uh oh he just used that as like a um uh, whatever it's called, uh, throwback or whatever. It was a shared oh, memory. I see. But so anyway, so he's, he, his just says December 2nd. So there's that one there, uh, which is cool. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Uh, he was trying to schedule one in Sacramento, and the one in Sacramento did not work out for him. Um, mm. The manager of the property was not cool with the DB drag thing, so or with the IASCA thing. Um, is there, is there a set freestyle that will be at finals? There has been some confusion in the past as to what was available. So, um, all of the freestyle classes are available at world finals. If you go attend a show and it's a multi-point, um, you just need to let your judge know which class you want to participate in. If it's a single point, um, your judge has discretion to put whatever it takes to put, you know, he split up the class into two classes, into four classes, whatever. Um, but if it's a multi-point, um, your judge, if you talk to them, most likely will let you enter whatever specific class if you want to be 1K. Uh, what are those classes anyway, Jeffrey, do you know? It's uh, 1K... Um... Yeah, there's there's a 1K, there's a 5K, there's um, no wall. Yeah, no wall and wall. That's no yeah. wall. I don't have my. Hmm. Oh, no, I do have my judges book right here. Yeah, right there. Um, yeah. He wanted confirmation on him showing up to Autorama. Um, that confirmation's like 90%, Eric, <laughs> on Jimbo showing up to Autorama. They've already started their paperwork so that they can be at Autorama. So, uh, and it, 
um, it does look like Iaska and USAC will also be at Autorama. So if you're a multi-org person, uh, it's a great opportunity. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, 2K, 5K, et cetera, et cetera. Like I said, at a Steve, at a 1X, um, we tend to limit the amount of classes. But at a multi-point, yes, because um, you do come to my area. If you go to one of my shows, uh, we'll definitely, all you have to do is let me know what class you want to compete in at a multi-point, and uh, we'll make sure uh, we have that available for you. I have the classes here for okay, Freestyle. Okay, what's the classes so it's, for uh, Street Sock 1K mm -hmm. and uh, Pro Sock 5K. Okay. Pro Sock No Limit, Super Street No Wall, and then Super Street Wall. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, Eric wants to know his final is going to be in Owensboro or <laughs> Dallas or both. <laughs> Good question. That is a question. I think that's what we should uh, we should ask Solis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so any rules questions? Yeah. Where's finals? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and for you guys that don't know, they put a lot of work and time into finals. Um, mm -hmm. they usually start putting that, trying to put that together starting in January at the CES show. That's usually when they really start focusing and trying to put that together. So, um, Roger had, uh, overheard something about, uh, Dallas and finals and oh, at <laughs> he the had a memory. Last week? Um, yeah. And, and he had a memory and, uh, he actually found the video it was on DBTV. It was the first finals. It was uh, for DB Drag and Iaska. Right. So DB Drag, I think. DB Drag was know, a format in Iaska when it originally started. Oh, was it? Okay. Yes. So they they had their finals. I think it was 1995 in Dallas, Texas, and uh, I I couldn't believe it. I was like, I was telling Roger here, show show me where it's at. I had to look it up on uh, Google and stuff like that, but. Uh, place was huge, and then the crowd. There was so many people there, um, and it's funny because yeah. uh, you know it was back in the uh, you know mid '90s, so everybody and um, Mark Bakuda who was there, and Bakuda. he was sporting a, a big old uh, mullet. mullet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then Roger was telling me everybody was sporting mullets uh, yep, at, at the finals, but uh, Wayne too. Exactly, yep. I saw Celise there too in the in the video, but. Uh, and I was like, what? I mean, why can't it be in Dallas again? But uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We'll see how that pans out. But yeah, so I was like, what? There was finals in Dallas, Texas before? So I, I had yeah. I had him show me. <laughs> so Steve Willis asked, why no 2K for the uh, freestyle? Hmm. So what would your suggestion or reasoning be for that, Jeffrey? Um, I think... You know, much like a lot of the uh, classes we either add or delete in DB Drag, it's something that um, if there's maybe um, a demand for it, it's something oh. that we can add. Um, I don't know. I, I think there was a question like this uh, last week, um, and I think Wyatt had answered something like, you know, pretty much. Well, I think it was more so street stock versus pro stock 2K. Right. Um, it was similar. Um, 
I don't know. I can't. So, so it is based on ba basically participation, right? So right. if we have the participation, um, we can add that class if we have a demand for it. Um, it's hard to make a world finals class that only has three people in it. Um, you know, we need to have four or five people at least in each location for each DB drag or for mm -hmm. freestyle classes. That's why we have way less uh, freestyle classes than we normally do. And so, plus it's still in its, it's you know, we're building it up still. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's something that may be offered uh, in the future. Uh, however, probably not at this time. Right. Um, but it is something that could be presented to um, DB Drag as a potential class. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Uh, uh, we are going to be going over that next week. Uh, Jeffrey and I can throw that in there with the uh, discussion and just see where it goes. Um, if we do add that, what class do we get rid of? Always remember that. When you add a class, mm -hmm. so who do we get? What class do we get rid of? Eric says, can I do Pro Stock 1K, Jeffrey? <laughs> He can do any class he uh, wants. Freestyle or drag? I mean, I suppose he can. Yeah. Unless he won a ring in DB drag, which he didn't win with DB drag ring this year. Correct. Because we had that same uh, question a couple of years ago uh, from uh, Lord of Base Manny. He won mm -hmm. a 129 ring. And so um, with his 129 ring, he was, but he was still allowed to compete in uh, street stock 1K, even though he got a ring. Um, but it, it wasn't was a, a ring. Different in format. DB, yeah, that's right. It wasn't a ring in DB drag. So he was still able to participate, like I said, in the lower division of DB drag because he hadn't won a ring in that class yet. Um, Uh, yeah, I had go. this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, Steve Willis just asked. So freestyle one K, stop. Have one K rules? Question. Airbag. Question. Hmm. So you want to answer that? For freestyle one K, stop. Have one K. One one K stock. Oh, one K stock. Yeah, I so believe it was supposed to be stock. Stock. Yeah. On freestyle street stock one K. Uh, 1K rules and an airbag. Um, that, that's, um, I yes. know airbag was, uh, yeah, I, I think even more so airbag was accentuated with the uh, 1K class, the street stock 1K. That's right. So, so that's why he's asking. So street stock. So yes, uh, we tend to mirror the freestyle limitations. 1K in freestyle mirrors 1K in... Uh, DB drag. So that's why the classes are similar, but yes, yeah. um, that is correct. Still uh, required for the airbag for the 1K class. In the pro stock classes, you don't need to have an airbag. So Eric Hansen says he's got a wall going in soon. Oh, then what's he talking about being in pro stock 1K? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I was asking, can he go pro stock 1K with the wall? Uh, that would be yeah. a negatory catch-tory. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I did have a question for you, Jeffrey. What do you do when you're in Vegas? So I know you gamble. Uh, <laughs> do you guys go out to eat and stuff too? Do you go to shows? What do you do? Um, wow, a little bit of everything. And it's funny, as you were telling the story that uh, you were in Vegas and then you had to do uh, the seven-hour drive. Yeah. Um, for the first time, um, maybe about a few months ago, well, probably a little bit more, but uh, I, I did a straight turnaround to Vegas. And, you know, people talk about turnarounds, they'll drive to Vegas and then, you know, have fun and then drive back. Uh-huh. I literally, uh, right out of work, I, you know, DFW Airport is just down the street from work. So I, I took a plane, one of those cheap, cheap uh, airline spirit. I think it was, uh, or something. Yeah. From uh, Spirit straight to Vegas, um, you know, had some fun. And then in the morning, uh, I ended up getting a room, but in the morning I hit the uh, airport again, then flew back here, uh, back in Grapevine, Texas, in time for work the next day. So that was literally a turnaround. That was the first time I had ever done that. And and uh, I was like, wow, you know, I, I never really actually did a straight turnaround before like that. But uh, I mean, to answer your question, um, shoot, my favorite times in Vegas was, it was always CES, CES time. Right. Um, you know, it, a lot of times when you go to Vegas and you know you want to get in these uh, big clubs and stuff like mm -hmm. that, it's 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 difficult either that or they charged. Uh, man, I remember I went to uh, Omnia at Caesars for my birthday just this past July. I think it was like seventy five bucks uh, per person, which you know it was my birthday, so you know we went in right. uh, splurge. But uh, during CES. A lot of these big companies, these big tech companies, they'll they'll rent out the whole club, yes. and then it if you have your badge, if you get the special invite from the company, it's free. You get to go in. It's uh, most cases open bar. Uh, you yep. get a bunch of food, and and if you don't believe me, check out my uh, Facebook page. Oh yeah, um, I got pictures and albums. Uh, I, I had like sh uh, bacon wrapped shrimp. <laughs> this one. So, so I'm like, I know, never had that before. So the two companies that had the best parties, though, mm. by far, Kicker, yeah, and yeah. MTX. Hmm. Because yeah, remember, remember, MTX used to do the MMA fighting. Like they would have like a personal fight with only like 300 people, 150 people, <laughs> so hardly anybody, and it'd be a mm. true MMA fight, right? This yeah. was before MMA was a huge deal, though. Um, but yeah, we used to, they used to have like MMA fights. I went to a kicker party one time, Kenny Wayne Shepherd with a hundred people, you know, um, right. yeah, they did it at the hard rock cafe. They literally you know rented what? out like a convention room. Yeah. I, I think they had like, um, it was X game sports. They had like dirt yeah. bikes, I think one year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kicker throws a really uh, good party. Uh, MTX. I remember going to one where I think it was, was it at the Riviera? Um, and it was casino night. So they were mm -hmm. handing out like play money and stuff like that. And then, uh, you get to play all the casino games. And then at the end you get to use like, you know, how Chuck E. Cheese, you get those tickets and then yeah. you buy stuff from the store. So, uh, a lot of us all pooled our money together, um, uh, gave it to Roger and Roger ended up buying this little mini pocket bike that we actually still have, <laughs> uh, in the warehouse. Um, 
but it's got MTX stickers all over it. Uh, that was <laughs> one of the my fondest memories of a MTX party. Um, but it, I mean, it could just be uh, like I know Kinetic back in the day uh, when uh, Eric Harbor was working there. Mm -hmm. Killer parties at the Palms every yep. year. Uh, I can recall a time we were there, and man, it was like everybody who was anybody was there. Um, yep. We were just all just uh, you know drinking and uh, having fun, and uh, yeah, they had uh, one one year it was at a suite. I think it was featured on MTV, and it had a bowling alley in there too. So that was, so that was we the bowling. Kingpin Suite. Kingpin Suite. Yes. Okay. So I was up there for that year too. So they, there was you, a bar okay. literally at the end of the lanes, and then mm -hmm. they had two lanes right there. It was the Kingpin yeah. Suite. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. one of my fondest memories. But <laughs> yeah, that was before that was I was back time. bowling. So ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I, it, I don't know if it was a regulation lane or it is. Or it is. It's an actual. Oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one the guy I'm going to go bowl with tonight when we're done with the podcast, he was mm -hmm. actually in the movie Kingpin. He was uh, Woody Harrelson's bowling double. So instead of a stunt oh, double, okay. he was his bowling yeah. double. Uh, it's a guy named Elliot Morrison or Elliot Morris. Anyway, hmm. so I bowl with him tonight. So uh, he's a friend of mine from back then. Um, but yeah, no, that's, um, you know, the, it's those parties and, and for me personally, uh, just because of what I like to do and, um, you know, I try to be the dumbest guy in the room. Um, <laughs> I hang, I like to go there, hang out with Robert Zeff or you get hanging out with some of those, um, engineers and stuff. Hmm. And we can yeah. talk about, you know, uh, this design and why this works or why that doesn't work. I remember back in, shoot, like 2004-ish, 2003, um, back when I was on Team Soundwaves with Miguel Ayala and uh, Chris... Um, uh, Howard? Howard. Yeah, Chris Howard. It was me, Chris Howard, and then Q, which was uh, Scott Sanborn. Um, mm. So when we were on that team together, we went down there. And there was this guy that was there for Alumapro um, back when Alumapro had the subs and then they were making the prefab oh, boxes, okay. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like, all you guys are dumb. He goes, <laughs> you guys are trying to put all these batteries and this and that. He goes, I could build you a, essentially a capacitor bank that will outperform any of that stuff that you guys got there. And come to find out, after years and years and years, you know, of understanding what it is. He was literally talking about like lithium technology wow. way back in like 2000 years. He goes, you guys are idiots. This is what you need to be buying. You buy <laughs> these things, we can build it. He goes, we, we can put it all together and it, it'll be a little expensive, but I promise you it'll last longer and it'll destroy whatever the heck you're using right now as far as output. So, um, you know, uh, that's something cool you get to see. Um, oh, yeah. that was around the same year that the, uh, what was it called? Like the Warhammer or, um, the 20,000. Was 20, it Kicker? Uh, no, no, no. It wasn't Kicker. It was, oh. uh, Rock from Fosgate's 20,000 amp. Oh, okay. 20,000 watt amp. Um, you know, it, it was just a, it was just a generator is what it was, um, Ooh. back then. 
You know, it was, it was a bet. Mm-hmm. Is realistically, it was just an inverter, um, but it was a twenty thousand watt amp that they put out on display. Then um, you get to see cool stuff like that, um, and then you used to get a walk around. You know, because it was in all the halls. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of Jones in to go to CES again this year, but uh, it might be. A little uh, I think I'm gonna pass. Are you? <laughs> I think I'm probably uh, retired uh, from uh, from that. So uh, I mean, yeah. you guys have fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> but I, I I was going since like 2000, and then I yep. I even told myself I said, you know what, 2020 is a nice round number. I think that's when I'm just gonna call it quits and stop going to CES and all the after parties and stuff like that. <laughs> and then you know, COVID hit. <laughs> well, I'm getting old, and it 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 just seems like. You know, it's it's almost the same thing over and over. Yeah, it, it's fun. Um, but then, you know, when COVID hit, I was like, oh, man, you know, there's no CES. It's next year, 2021. And, and I was like, let me go one more time just to just to make <laughs> sure that it's, uh, you know, still how it was. Yeah. And then it, it this last year. Oh, man, it was uh, I mean, and I think there was sentiments felt by a lot of people that it was uh, as far as like maybe a 12 volt industry. It wasn't as. Uh, how it used to be so that just kind of maybe cemented uh my decision even more so uh I, don't get me wrong i still signed up i mean i got like passes <laughs> coming to me i'm probably gonna go the weekend before to vegas just so i can get my passes and keep that uh, alumni status so okay. i don't have to pay if i want to go again um but uh yeah you, everybody have fun there's so much to do there and you know i, I used to stay like for the whole week you know, every, every oh, yeah. January. So that that's uh, rough. <laughs> yeah, no. So so my boss um, at the time, whatever, I was just I, I flat out told him, I says, hey, look, you know, I'm going to CES. You know, you do whatever <laughs> the hell you want. You can fire me, whatever. <laughs> but I'm going to be at CES. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely what it was. Uh, Janet, the bass queen, asked, uh, is finals going to be in the same place as this year? In California, we intend it to be. Um, we haven't finalized it yet, so I can't say yes. But the intention is yes to have it at the same place we had it at this year. So, um, you know, uh, CES was cool. Like Alpine always had mm-hmm. an oh, awesome yeah. booth, right? Yeah. Um, I remember seeing that one car that they hand built every single section of the car. There was not a place on the car other than the windows themselves. That didn't have some <laughs> hand work done to it. Every door wow. did. And then the paint, remember it was like the lightning blue paint went inside mm. the car. Like you open up the door and the paint scheme went into the car and all that stuff. Um, and then they had the, they also had the uh, SPL box or whatever they called it. Remember? You oh, it was that, uh, yeah, you walked inside of it. Yeah, yeah. okay, I remember And it'd that. do like 162 <laughs> dBs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Mendez says, I can hear Jeffrey uh, talking in the other room. Right. <laughs> Is he there with you working? He's, uh, yeah, he's in the, we're, I'm in the studio and uh, he's just in the other room. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's working on some stuff. So uh, putting some we can have him, together. We can bring him on. Yeah, if he wants to come in. We still got a few minutes. Um, yeah, Ethan, if, you, if you're listening in, uh, if you want to be a quick guest, I. Uh, yeah. Doors open. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. Um, anyway, yeah. So CES is good. So I've never been to SEMA though. 
Okay. You've been to SEMA. I've and, been to SEMA. Yeah. And what, what are your thoughts on SEMA? This was years ago, though. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, there was uh, um, Jonathan DeMuth. Right. Um, back then, T3 Technologies. T3 Audios, I think now yeah. more. I think he's into. Um, uh, he he heads uh, Prodigy. I think the name of the company is. Uh, he he got me a pass, and um, wow, I I think I only stayed like two days or so. I, I didn't even like get a chance to get the full uh, experience of SEMA, um, but yeah, uh, wow, that place is huge. I mean, you you think about like with CES, you got the 12 volt the automotive stuff it used to be just kind of in um in the north hall for sema man it every every hall had vehicles and you know a car aftermarket uh, stuff right <laughs> ethan's just poking his <laughs> nose over here come on in ethan but um yeah so i i don't know i'd, I'd like to go check it out but i just I think it's just going to be too overwhelming. <laughs> There's uh, Ethan Mendez here. Uh, those of you uh, that don't know him, that come to the Crossfire shows, uh, he's uh, <laughs> always hanging out, taking pictures. Uh, yeah, he's a social media uh, guru. Oh, is he the social <laughs> media guy for Crossfire? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's cool. actually He's actually working on the uh, Black Friday uh, flyer as we speak. So. Oh. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Well, tell them we're only about um, 10 minutes away from about talking about it again. If he yes. has one printed up that he can throw in the, uh, in the window there, you know, throw it on I the screen. I think the flyer he's working on is uh, going to go on Facebook, but uh, the emails okay. to the uh, dealers. Oh, it's a, it's a dealer deal, not a retail deal, right? So. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, I, had to, I had to get some clarification on that. I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I know uh, it's you know, having talks with Roger, um, you know, uh, he kind of prides himself in not being a uh, direct to consumer, uh, right. which not a lot of companies still do that. Um, a lot of companies are direct to consumer. And from, you know, talks with him, it's just, uh, I guess, you know, an avenue he uh, is not interested in at this time. But I think maybe eventually, I think a lot of companies kind of succumb to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just in my opinion. But um yeah, so I had to get clarification from Roger. I was like, so is this Black Friday for uh, <laughs> for everyone? It's, uh, you know, for the dealers that they can pass on the savings to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, just, to, you know, be aware that, hey, there's this uh, Black Friday special. If you guys were on the fence about certain products, maybe the new product that uh, was uh, kind of made its debut uh, yesterday in the Yusaki lanes, the new uh well, I should say the uh, returning BMF series. Oh, BMF coming uh, again, huh? Yeah, B- BMF's uh, big coming mother back effort. And... <laughs> I, you know, I I don't know the exact uh, <laughs> the exact term or the exact words. I know it's uh, blank. No, no, it's bad blank 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 mother effort or something like that. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, um, I know Crossfire put a teaser out. Their new uh, BMF. 8k amplifier bmf 12k amplifier um and there was just like man talking about breaking the internet that's kind of what it did so cool you know uh (laughs) childers audio says ethan kicked my butt in trunk 3k at the usaki Ah. event um okay tristan from barbados says one of my good friends from here in barbados went to sema 
and he got to meet Justin Hankey from DC Audio oh, and cool. got to see the van in person. Um, him and uh, Tiffany want to go next year to SEMA and finals for sure. So um, those are good times to go. Uh, it, that's really good because SEMA and finals tend to be really close together. So you can plan like a two-week thing over here in the States and go hit both of them. Um, you just have to figure out which finals you're going to go to. Canada, <laughs> uh, East Coast, West Coast, whatever. So that's uh, one of the things you got to figure out. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we had great days back in the days with the, I mean, I still remember my first time going to, uh, to CES. It was completely overwhelming. Um, was it? Oh yeah. Uh, but I was there also as a manufacturer, right? So I wasn't just oh, there. It. Yeah. And, um, so I went over to the, you know, the China section and was yeah. sourcing <laughs> my stuff, you know, cause they have a China section there too, for people that know. Um, I don't I, think you, it was there last year though. I it was wasn't. looking for it because they have they had a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they always have a lot of cool stuff. They stuff do that they even like give away. But yes. uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Oh yeah, and if you're um, <laughs> for and just a hint for people that have never been to CES, I don't know if they do this at SEMA too, but on the very last day, if you go talk to those mm -hmm. China companies, you may be able to roll up on a sweet ass deal on some of the stuff <laughs> they got there because they don't want to put it oh, back yeah. on the boat and bring it back to China. Exactly, exactly. That, that's why we like going to that uh, that area. You know, I think right. we walked away with like headphones before. We had some projectors. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I picked up like six or seven amplifiers that way. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like samples or just like? Sure. <laughs> you call, them, <laughs> sure. call them whatever you want. They just didn't want to bring them back to China. Exactly. So yeah. that, I, I think that's so fun times. I think so. This was when a 2000 watt amp was a big amp. I think I got a couple of 1500s and thousand watt amps each for like $80 a piece. Wow. So which even which then was dirt cheap for those because you were thinking the manufacturer cost on one of those thousand watt amps was like three or 400 bucks. So yeah, I got them for like 80 bucks a piece because they didn't want to put them back on the boat. So, um, but anyway, hey, uh, yeah, so I got my toys for tots coming up. We're going to try and get, uh, the mellows on here again next year. They had a great time when they talked to us last year about their toys for tots, um, sharing with us about where all the toys go, where the money goes, all that mm -hmm. stuff was way cool to them. They really, really enjoyed the podcast. So we'll get them on again next week. Um, they can talk about that. That's coming up. Um, you you're looking for a date for your toys for tots yes yeah. um you're running out of dates <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean i i would have i guess i would imagine uh, you know a lot of uh, these orgs they want to kind of don't want to be too close to christmas or too far away or right. too early in the uh the month of december kind of want to be after thanksgiving but before <laughs> the third week in december Right. Right. So that only yeah. gives you four weekends to choose from. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's tough. But, um, hey, well, uh, let's go over our sponsors again one more time. It's going to be, you know, Ebox, 
uh, right there in the chat. Talk to him if you guys need any uh, box design or install. Voodoo Customs, if you're around that area, uh, talk mm -hmm. to Voodoo Customs. And then, obviously, Crossfire Car Audio. Uh, why don't you tell us, or uh, is there anything that Ethan wants to share with us for Crossfire? Since he's the multimedia guy, uh, I think he just went back into his room. So he, he's, he's avoiding uh, you he's guys. Wor he's <laughs> he's working hard on the uh, the flyer as we speak. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, okay, here he says, "Woohoo, Crossfire!" <laughs> yes. So uh, Crossfire dealers, if you're watching, you're listening. Check your emails. You guys should be getting um, a flyer for the specials that we got uh, going on at Crossfire. Um, killer killer deals you can pass on to your uh, customers um and if you're listening and you're a consumer hit up your uh, your favorite uh, crossfire dealer and um you know you can wheel and deal <laughs> that's right there may be some wheeling and dealing going um yeah. uh one of the other thing that's cool about ces if you're a gamer at all dude the gaming oh, yeah. section at ces is freaking yeah. awesome uh, the VR yeah. stuff, the VRs, also yeah. the um, the Internet of Things is mm -hmm. big there. Um, the what what do they call that? The autonomous house or whatever, the virtual oh. house. Yeah, so like oh, okay, everything yeah. in your house can be. Oh, there he goes. It popped up. Woohoo! Crossfire finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, it's. Um, you know, you see where they have windows that become TV screens. Um, oh, yeah. you know, uh, then they have the, was it a 500 foot TV or something like that, that they always have, you know, <laughs> I think that was always, uh, the central hall. You would walk in yeah. and LG would have this like humongous display, uh, you know, their TVs. And mm -hmm. I think just like what you're saying, they have like TVs that, uh, that could like roll into like a little uh, poster oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But uh, that hall was pretty nice too. I I also like going to uh, the South Hall. Um, it, it was kind of in the not too. It was recently they had. That's basically where they had the drones. So oh, it was yeah. like man, is, they is had. Is that like where they had the robots too? The robots, yeah. Dude, they had the you robots. remember the first time we saw the robots there? They were creepy as hell. Were they? I know just recently they had the dog, the, the robot dog oh, that was so, kind of creepy. So they had the robot that would <clears throat> walk autonomously, just kind of, uh, uh. and oh. then it would sit down and then it would flip over, land on its feet. I remember that, that what? was like in 2017 or something. And it was I like, know Honda had something like that. Yeah, like it was the Honda one. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, that's creepy. <laughs> That's a little iRobot-ish, you know? <laughs> if you guys have seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. So next thing you know, the eyes are going to turn red on the thing, and you know, they're going to be after us. Um, judgment Day, right? Yeah, a little Judgment Day action. Uh, <laughs> but they have that. They have the drones. Um, mm -hmm. I remember going one year, and they had laser discs, and they were competing, <laughs> right? for wow. versus CDs or versus DVDs, right? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you get to see all kinds of cool, cool technology. Uh, there was a 3D camera um, back in 2005 or six. They had a mm -hmm. 3D camera and I actually recorded some video for um, from Autorama with the 3D camera. 
it didn't work out very well. <laughs> um, but it was the first of its technology. Uh, the th problem was is unless you were exactly three feet from the camera, it distorted it because it had two separate eyes, right? And they were focused mm -hmm. at three feet away from the camera. So if you were, you know, a car being 20 feet away, it was really out of focus. So, um, oh man, but it makes it was me want to go again. It was a cool idea. Uh, David Hunt, he says he can comment now. And he says, uh, bucket list. Oh, you know what? So, so Steve Willis texted me and he says, um, he says, Hey man, you got to get rid of all this porn on the Sonic FX site. Um, oh. I will help you monitor it. So I put a restriction that you cannot comment or whatever until, uh, you've been approved. And oh, okay. so, but uh, you know what? It wasn't just the Sonic FX site. I think it, it was kind of like, yeah, it was like everywhere. And I was like, wait a second, this is, you know, somebody, this is like some kind of scam or yeah, somebody um, got hacked. So yeah. I, so, I don't know. Oh, that's why, that's why everybody's saying, Hey, I can comment now. Okay. Yes. So, um, but yeah, Steve Willis said he was going to help me with that. And oh, cool. Yeah, he says, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so if you guys um, post something and it doesn't show up right away until we approve you the first time after you've been approved, then your post will show up. Uh, but um, Steve Willis and I are going to kind of try and keep an eye on that. And uh, I appreciate him doing that because I don't get on Facebook very often. Uh, but if you guys ever do see something that shouldn't be on there, if you hit me on Messenger, um, it goes directly to my watch, and I will get on there and correct it right away. So, um, uh, Right here, uh, Steve De Los Santos says, hello, fellas. Oh, yeah, there he is. Uh, he was at the show on Sunday. Um, was he? He's, uh, he's rebuilding his blazer right now. I don't know if he uh, wanted me to reveal that. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was there. Uh, he's a part of the uh, Team Voodoo Customs guys, mm -hmm. along with uh, Fred and uh, Robert. Uh, as well as Lewis, uh, they were all out at the uh, show yesterday. Uh, Fred actually won loudest score of the day, and uh, I awarded him. No, no, actually, okay. actually Dana won that for uh, placing first. And uh, thanks, Ro Roger. Uh, Dana and I ended up uh, taking out to the Texas Roadhouse and got some steaks. Uh, thanks for the <laughs> hundred bucks. Uh, but uh, no, so uh, Fred, yeah, he won Lattice a day, and uh, I gave him a, a DB Drag Racing uh, racing jersey for uh, oh. uh, for his accomplishment. So uh, I gave one to Lattice of the day, as well as the base racer that was. I was wanting it, the, the first base racer to hit that point nine nine, but nobody right. hit a point nine nine. So it was just like okay, the closest was uh, Alan Ray, and I think he did a point nine eight. So okay. I awarded him a, a, a shirt. Uh, he actually had a choice, a shirt, bag, and a, or a hat. So he took, he took a hat. Um, and then I also did um, a, a contest. Uh, last contest uh, I did for a shirt, uh, this contest, uh, I did a little different. And it was just an old-fashioned scream off, right? So okay. you take the sense. <laughs> um, so I, what I kind of numbers I, were you getting? Well, see, that's the thing. Um, I, I didn't get too much on the rules, and there was one uh, 
one guy who uh, kind of knew the inner workings of the sensor. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, I told I the rules basically was you you can cup it, you can't put your mouth on it, right? Okay. So uh, I picked two guys at first. Um, it was a gentleman named Chevy Black and then Tony Curry who competed at the event. Uh, they they did the contest uh, last month and they had fun, so they did it again this time and. Um, so just the rule was, you know, you can cup the sensor, you can't put your mouth on it. Um, and then uh, three people wanted to do it. I was like, okay, let these two guys go. And then who the winner is going to take on this guy straight bracketing, <laughs> right? So uh, there's uh, this one gentleman came up and uh, he, in, in his unique way. He manipulated uh, up, it. Yeah, put up a score. So he, Around you the know, 148? He, it was... Yeah, I think it was a 148. Yeah, that's what yeah. Eric posted. He said, yeah, yeah and then the other guys, uh, poor uh, <laughs> Tony, he he literally screamed in yep. in the sensor, and I think he did like a 116. Yes, and then like he let out another scream, and then it went up like a few tenths, and and that's kind of what I wanted to see, but uh, you know, it was kind of my fault. I didn't uh, be too uh, specific in the rules, and um, I think his name was Colby. Colby ended up uh, winning a T-shirt. <laughs> But it, it was fun. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, once I get back to my house um, and I'm not working in Reno anymore, we'll start raffling stuff off again during the shows. Uh, I got a couple more jerseys we can raffle. I got T-shirts oh, cool. from old uh, DB Drag uh, World Finals that we can mm -hmm. give away, uh, like the one I was wearing last week, a 2013 um, you know, World Finals, uh, the one that was out at Lake Paris in oh, SoCal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, Eric says the other person was a 114, so they only <laughs> lost by 34 dB. That's all. <laughs> I remember doing that contest when Rockford had it back in, but, uh, I think it was in San But it was with the stick mics. Exactly. It was with the audio so way controls. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they pick up and, higher frequencies where our microphones don't, our sensors right. don't. Right. So, and your typical voice is in the 300 range, roughly. And that's outside of the range that the DB drag <laughs> typically picks up, right? Maybe I should have put it on RTA or something. So, oh, <laughs> so you can put it on, um, um, not freestyle, pank it out. Ah, so, so it put out. it on okay. pank it out and that picks up yeah. up to 3K. Okay. <laughs> so that, that may be Maybe the way I'll to go. Maybe I'll try that next time. time. Yep. Uh, anyway, hey, we're running up on our hour. That was pretty good. I had a good time talking to you about that. It was a good time to reminisce about uh, CES <laughs> and, you know, because, uh, yeah, CES, you always go to the Alpine booth. You go to the MTX booth to get the party invite. Uh, you go to Kicker to get the invite. Um, and then uh, Earthquake, you hang. And, and then, honestly, guys that you have never met. Um, but you see them online or you see stuff about them online, you will meet them at CES or SEMA. And it's a... Uh... <laughs> uh, oh, does giveaway when Blazer is down is what he says. Yeah, Steve, Steve's usually the uh, loudest uh, competitor oh, of the day. So, but so he wasn't? He's in the rebuilding stages. <laughs> so he gave uh... it to somebody else? <laughs> awesome. 
Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and uh, let's see real quick. In Bridgetown, Barbados, there is a show coming up. Uh, since he texted me, I will share that information. This is for Saturday the 18th um, at Highgate Bar from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. And so it's it's all the basic stuff. $10 from each entry goes to the top dog winner, um, parking, all this stuff. And then you get all the way to, down to the end. And uh, his last oh, bullet point man. says, all attendees are asked to act in accordance with the laws of Barbados. Looking forward to a safe and exciting event. Yeah, I, I, I remember reading some fine print in that post. Was that what it was exactly? Just... Oh, that, that's what he texted it to me. So I'm guessing oh, that okay. might be off of his post. Right. I think I remember seeing that on the post. I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's cool information to know. I, I don't know if <laughs> something happened maybe at the last show that prompted that. <laughs> I don't know. That shout out. But... So it's definitely um, not on most flyers, we'll say. <laughs> But uh, obey the law. All right, guys, once again, uh, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, Jeffrey and I just, you know, talking about some good old days type stuff. Uh, Some of the stuff we've been doing in the past, hopefully inspire you guys to be part of something else. Um, uh, If you get an opportunity to support people, we got the, the buying season coming up. Support the people that support the things that you like to do. We got Voodoo Customs. We got E-Box, which is Eric Hansen right here in the thing. Um, Jeff Menez, the 17th is a good date for Toys for Tots oh, per okay. Eric Hansen. Those are one of, the, one of the dates we're looking at. Um, and then obviously Crossfire Car Audio. We hyped them up a little extra tonight. Uh, they're trying to put <laughs> something together. We appreciate them and uh, their support, um, you know, giving us Jeffrey's time, uh, having DD Drag events at their shop and uh supporting db drag as a general i believe they support multiple orgs though I, they do usac and all that too jeffrey uh yeah yeah t- uh i believe like their extent, world finals um, extent yeah it, it's just a quick phone call um you know uh i know rogers have supported not only uh you know specific organizations but uh events as well oh, like cool. memorial events uh you know, big shows and stuff like that. So, okay. uh, yeah, they're big, definitely big supporters of the uh, car audio community for sure. T- Tiffany says nothing happened, just basic housekeeping. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, and David Hunt says Toys for Tots is this Saturday for the Tennessee guys. Ah, okay. Hey, please go support any Toys for Tots you can. Uh, that's a big deal. We obviously have big badass toys. Uh, some kids don't get a Christmas and don't have mm. the, have any toys. And this is an opportunity to share with people that have way less than you. Um, always, always want to put that out there first. So, um, anyway, Jeffrey, any last thoughts real quick before we, uh, close this thing up? Um, maybe just, uh, if, if you guys had any rules, questions that, uh, maybe, you'd want to just kind of share through uh, direct messaging, just, uh, you know, hit us up, myself or Doug. Um, it's something that we're going to be talking about uh, soon here with uh, with DB Drag. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll get some uh, uh, rules and stuff all clarified and out for you guys so you guys could uh, start building 
uh, bigger and better things. <laughs> awesome. And for me, like I said, uh, next week we're going to have the Mellows on here for Mellows Auto Repair. Um, one of the best uh, Toys for Tots events anywhere in the country, especially for the car audio side. We, I mean, two, three trailers full of toys, um, thousands of dollars to donate. It's, it's a phenomenal event. So if you guys get the opportunity in the Sacramento area or just want to drive up and check out this, um, I mean, the raffle takes us an hour and a half. We have so many things to raffle off. So, um, if wow. you guys, it, it's a phenomenal event. If you get an opportunity, come by and check it out. Uh, other than that, uh, we'll see you guys next week on This Week in Car Audio. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. We out. Whoa, whoa.